0: B98.5's Tad and Drex Show podcast. Helping you catch up on what you missed.
1: Tad, Drex, and Kara, B98.5. Going to be hot and sticky today. A 40% chance of that uh, afternoon thunderstorm with a high of 87. Kara, did you think the situation you're in with your husband, Ryan, was a problem? Or was it when your friends started to talk about it? Is that when you realized that maybe it's an issue? Yeah,
2: no, I didn't think it was a problem until my friends kind of brought it to my... You know, realization, and yeah. now I'm wondering: is it a is it a problem? Is it something that we should be doing that we're not?
1: Well, I mean, all couples, especially first year of marriage, you should really be doing this thing to get this thing together. You think? Yeah,
2: I I don't think so.
1: Well, what are we talking about? Hold on,
2: we're talking about having the same hobby. Oh,
1: okay, all right. So
2: our small group of friends have been giving me like such guilt and so much flack because I don't really enjoy doing some of the same things that my husband does. Ryan likes to play tennis. Me, not so much. (laughs) Sweating out in the sunshine and like smacking a ball around, not my thing. The cute outfits I'm in for. Oh,
1: 100%.
2: But like the actual physical exertion, not so much. And then gardening, like Ryan loves Farmer Ryan is what I've called him. He's got this gigantic, beautiful garden that's brought us this amazing bounty that I enjoy benefiting from. But I don't want to go out there and play in the dirt. Well, what are some of your
1: friends telling you that are, that's making you feel guilty? Oh,
2: that, you know, we, Ryan spends so much time doing those things. And that obviously we're not spending so much time together because we both work a lot. And then since we don't have the same hobbies, that it's not good for us for our first year of marriage. And I just don't. I don't think that's right. I think it's good to have separate hobbies. Like go do your thing. I don't enjoy doing that and you do. So you go be happy and I'll go do something that I enjoy that I want to do that you're not so into. I don't see what the problem is you're there. You're still
1: hearing from the friends. It's it, It's always yeah. kind of got to be in the back of your mind a little bit.
0: Exactly.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, hey, this is Karen and Alpharetta. You heard us talking about this. And what did you want to say to Kara?
0: I definitely think that thing of, you know, distance makes the heart grow fonder is true. You don't want to spend all your time with your partner. You have to have different interests and different things. So you have something to talk about it, you know? But
1: is there ever a fear, Karen, that you have too many uh, side hobbies and too many other things going on that maybe you drift away from your partner?
0: Yeah, um, I'd say at this point in my life, no. I've been with my partner for eight years. Mm -hmm. Um, And there was definitely a point or a few times where we would have the conversation where we realized, you know, we were both really busy. And we just would like have to sit down. And carve
1: that out. Yeah, because I like what you said after eight years. I mean, you drift apart, but what are you going to do? You're going to go find another mate? Oh,
2: well, maybe that's the thing. Is it because like we've been married such a short time that we're still like in that kind of honeymoon phase mm-hmm. where we do everything together and then, but I mean, I don't like to do everything together. Obviously, that's why I'm not out there hoofing tennis and gardening. <laughs> like it's not my thing. I don't know.
0: Personally, I think that's healthy. I think when like, stuff gets too codependent like eventually you're gonna wake up one day and be like i'm doing all these things i really don't want to do and i've never told this partner that
1: yeah then you turn into the couples that sit on the same side of the booth at the restaurant
2: i mean I we sit on the same side <laughs> oh, of the booth at the restaurant you're the Shut worst your mouth. you're the worst <laughs>
1: uh thanks for the call karen hey scarlett and mapleton we're talking about do you have to have the same hobbies uh, as your spouse, is that the secret sauce to a good marriage?
0: Oh, absolutely. He's all about, like, video games and that kind of stuff in his downtime, and I am a reader.
2: <laughs> the video game thing is so real. Well, oh. And you want to talk about
1: a stark contrast, like the video games, you're sitting there just letting your brain go to mush.
2: Right, and, and, and reading. At least you're getting some kind of yeah. education.
0: Right. Oh, yeah. And it's like your brain actually, like, starts going, not just zoning out.
2: Right. You get smarter instead of dumber when you're just staring at the screen shooting something.
0: Depending on what you're reading, yes.
2: <laughs> hey, Paula. Hey, there. Hey, what'd you
0: want to say? I wanted to say that it is perfectly fine for couples to have separate hobbies as long as they agree on the mainstream important stuff and that they have some hobbies that they do together. I've been married for twenty two years. I'm an avid softball player. My husband hates ball, <laughs> but we get along
1: just fine. But does he go to your games and cheer for you? Yes. Good.
0: I would
2: go to Ryan's tennis matches and cheer for him. I don't mind doing that at all. You
1: got to get you got to get the uh, the milk jug. You got to empty it out. You got to put the pennies in there. Oh, yeah. And stand in the Be side. The loudest, most
0: obnoxious <laughs> wife in the stands. <laughs> He doesn't go to all my games, but he goes, He tries to go to
1: at least one or two every season. That's Paul in Adairsville. Thank you so much for the call. Kara, so you talked about your husband Ryan, ha- Ryan having hobbies, tennis and gardening. But mm-hmm. like, right, so what are the hobbies that you do on your own?
2: Well, I like to roller skate. He's not into that. I like to hang out at the pool and just be as lazy as possible, floating on my float. He, you know, you like is to, a little... You like to roller skate? I love to roller skate.
1: Please tell me you're not one of those derby girls. You probably um, would because you get so angry sometimes. I would
2: love to be one of those oh. derby girls, but I just bruise so easily. I'm a petite LaFleur. I just couldn't make it. Those are rough and tumble <laughs> Very girls. sassy petite LaFleur.
0: <laughs> TMZ and People Magazine call her to see what's happening. Are You Smarter Than Kara is on B98.5.
1: Hey, Zoe in Douglasville. Good morning good morning how are you we're doing great how about you
2: i'm doing good
1: can you kick kara out of the studio please
2: (laughs) get out see you zoe good luck
1: (sighs) she gone while she's outside the studio we're gonna ask you five pop culture trivia questions bring kara back and ask her the same questions if you answer more right than her she'll write you a 100 hundred dollar check of her money are you ready I'm ready. All right, Zoe in Douglasville. Question one. The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air said when he was a kid growing up in Philly, he got stopped all the time by the police. Who's the Fresh Prince? Uh, Will Smith. Question number two. Drew Barrymore says she has to work really hard to, quote, not be the size of a bus. She got her start in what 80s sci-fi movie? I don't think it's sci-fi, but I'm going
0: to say Screams. I, that's the only thing I can
1: think yeah. of. <laughs> All right, question number three. Kanye West unveiled his presidential campaign platform saying he'll reduce the amount of chemicals in toothpaste. Name the top-selling brand of toothpaste on Amazon. Uh, Crest. Question number four. The Wonder Years is getting a reboot and will focus on a middle-class black family living in Alabama in the 60s. Who was Kevin Arnold's love interest in the original? Okay, Winnie Cooper. All right, question number five: A 106 year old man beat the Spanish flu back in 1918 and has also recovered from COVID nineteen. Do you know the capital of Spain? I do not. All right, going to bring Kara in and Zoe in Douglasville. I imagine you play in your car every morning, and you're like, "Oh, I got, I answer them right all the time." Yes. And then you get on and you you lay a little egg sometimes, too right for Zoe, Kara.
2: Okay, but
1: their questions are hard. All right. We don't know what's going to happen. Question number one for Kara. Same questions. The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air said when he was a kid growing up in Philly, he got stopped all the time by the cops. Who's the Fresh Prince? Will Smith. That's what Zoe said. One to one. Question two. Drew Barrymore says she has to, quote, work really hard not to be the size of a bus. She got her start in what 80s sci-fi movie? E.T. Yeah, Zoe said Scream. I believe that was in the later 90s. Kara, uh, up two to one. Question three. Kanye West unveiled his presidential campaign platform, saying his number one issue? He's going to reduce the amount of chemicals in toothpaste. No. All right? Name the top-selling brand of toothpaste on Amazon. Crest? We are looking for Colgate. Oh. Zoe said Crest as well. Kara, you're up two to one still. Question number four. The Wonder Years is getting a reboot and will focus on a middle-class black family living in Alabama in the 60s. Who was Kevin Arnold's love interest in the original?
2: Oh gosh, I see her face and I can't think of her name. <gasps> Winnie Cooper
1: is the correct
2: answer. Oh, gosh. That's
1: what Zoe said. Carrier up 3 to 2. Question Ooh. number 5. A 106-year-old man beat the Spanish flu back in 1918 and just recently recovered from COVID-19. Do you know the capital of Spain? Kara, not good with geography. <laughs> uh, Zoe didn't have an answer either. We were looking for Madrid. Oh gosh, oh, that was a tough that. one. All right, final score three to two. Zoe and Douglasville, are you smarter than Kara? No. Kara, wow, eight hundred and eleven wins and just twenty eight losses is your new record. <laughs> ooh,
2: ooh. Sorry, Zoe.
0: Oh, it's okay. i next time. <laughs> All the stuff you need to know to start your day. It's info to go on B98.5.
1: And it's brought to you by Breda Pest Management at 726. Gonna see sun, clouds pop up, thunderstorm this afternoon, hot and steamy, a high of 88. Kara, what's going on?
2: Well, last night, Mayor Keisha Lance Bottom signed a executive order mandating people wear masks or face coverings in the city of Atlanta. She's also prohibiting gatherings of more than 10 people on any city of Atlanta property. This is including the public parks, the airport, any city buildings, and even inside commercial entities or other buildings that are open to the public. So that means if you're doing any shopping in the city of Atlanta, they're going to require you to wear a mask. So they're currently looking into how to enforce these rules. Yeah. So it just might be a good idea to just go ahead and have a mask handy. What about like the Georgia Aquarium? That would be inside the city of Atlanta, right?
1: Yeah, for sure. So are they, and they only allowed to, to be t-
2: under city of Atlanta rules? Yeah, they're
1: only allowed to have 10 people in there at a time? Um,
2: no, because they're a commercial entity. I'm sure they've already got like different um, yeah. restrictions on how many people they can have in, but they probably yeah. will require you to wear a face mask if they're I not think already. they probably
1: do already. And, and this goes directly against Governor Kemp's orders.
2: Right. So I guess that's why they're looking at how they're going to actually police this because technically nobody should be able to create any rules that go above or below what Governor Kemp has already mandated. mean
1: what if I'm just walking down Peachtree Street? You know, what if I want to walk to Jimmy John's after our radio show? in the city of Atlanta and yeah. that's a
2: public place? Well, what if, if I, I actually want to walk
1: on the street? Do I have to wear a mask? If you're mask? in the
2: city of Atlanta wow. and you're in a public place, you got to wear a mask. If you're in your own car, you're fine. Oh, but as yeah. soon as you get out of your car, you need to have your mask on.
1: If you're riding in your car alone and you wear a mask, I'm secretly judging you. Well, that's <laughs> a whole other conversation.
2: <laughs> right? yeah. Let's have a
0: good feeling. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sometimes I get a good feeling. Speaking of masks, if
2: you happen to be on the hunt for a couple and want to help out some local moms too, you need to check out CornersOutreach.org. They are a nonprofit organization in Gwinnett County that typically do a bunch of after-school programs and summer camps for kids. But when coronavirus struck and all of those things started shutting down they started switching their gears to help the families because many of them had lost their jobs. So they started up a program called More Than a Mask, and that is giving a little over than 100 local moms the chance to earn some cash by making masks so they're ten dollars you can get them online at cornersoutreach.org the moms make four dollars per mask and the rest goes back to the program for more materials
1: is that is that kind of misogynistic just assuming that all moms know how to sew
2: no some of them didn't know how to sew but they needed to some kind of revenue to make some cash but also to be home with their kids so they got to join this awesome more than a mask program from corners outreach and make a little dough.
1: Sewer so in your house, Kara.
2: Oh, that would be my mom.
1: Yeah, she can cut For it out. For
2: sure. She's already been busting out some masks.
1: Oh, good. Well, I got a couple pairs of shorts that I, you know, have been reckless with.
2: Oh, she could tell. Shira want to hook it up? She probably All could. Right. I'll bring them
1: in tomorrow. She's
2: pretty good. Okay.
1: <laughs> Tad Drex and Kara, B98.5. 50% chance of showers this afternoon. Steamy, a high of 87. Kara, I'm sure you've heard the stories of children trying to emancipate themselves from their parents. Is that the right. right word to use? It is, yeah. Could that situation ever work in reverse? I don't think so. I'm not. Parents emancipating a child? Because if that has ever happened or it hasn't happened, it's about to. Uh oh. My parents are probably going to be done with me. Really? For the last 10 years, we have gone to this lake in northern Michigan with our extended family, mm-hmm. and it's actually my parents' idea to start this tradition. And it was a, it's a great idea. I mean, we we love going up there; we have a lot of fun. But the reality is, vacationing with other people, especially family members,
2: oh, yeah, it sucks. I mean, more than three days. <laughs> yeah, right. Hassles,
1: the fights. Like, where are we going to go to dinner? Mm-hmm. That's the big one. Uh, the problem is, we love going to this lake. We just don't want to go with anybody else, including our family, my mom and dad and sister. Ouch. So we booked the vacation. Yeah. We're going to go by ourselves. You are? We're leaving tomorrow?
2: Oh, <gasps> no.
1: I haven't told them. Not a word? No.
2: You haven't told them anything? No.
1: I mean, I, I, I don't, Is there is there a possibility we can get away with this thing where we just we just go and
2: we oh. don't tell them? We enjoy ourselves. I mean, I don't know. I guess maybe it's possible if you like lock down all social media and, you know, you've got a you, you talk to your parents pretty often. I can't imagine they wouldn't call you for a whole week. I mean, then you're perpetuating a lie for, yeah. I don't know. It just, it feels icky, but you know me, I don't like confrontations. So I I don't know. I might try and get away with it.
1: The right thing to do would be to be honest and tell them, but they would be absolutely crushed. I don't want to hurt them. Mm -hmm. You know, they've sold their house in Michigan to move down to Georgia to be closer to us. Right. And here I go, you know, doing that. But like I said, if they find out. Oh, gosh. They'd be crushed. I think maybe just the better thing to do is is just not to tell them.
2: I don't know. Do you think that they would be more upset that you lied to them about it or more upset that you guys didn't want them to join you on the family vacation
1: all that's running through my head oh yeah i i I, need some i need some help tim and mcdonough can you help out uh just tell them to stop talking about it on the radio all right (laughs) (laughs) well my parents are sleepers man they're not they're not going to hear it they're not worried about
2: them hearing it yeah
1: and they're actually they're getting ready to you know they're gonna they're cooking us dinner tonight we're like oh, a so you're dinner. even going
2: over there tonight yes. and you guys leave tomorrow and yes. you haven't said a word?
0: <laughs> wow. Right, good luck to you, bud.
2: No, good luck. <laughs> that's all you got? Oh, oh I my that's God. All Tim had for you.
1: <laughs> Thanks, Tim. Hey, Liza. Hey, hey how you're in are t- you this morning? Well, uh, feeling very guilty. Feeling like a bad uh, yeah. adult child. I think
0: I think what you need to do is you need to own up to it and say, look, you know, uh, the kid's going to be back in school and we decide to go ahead and take this vacation. Yeah.
1: That's, what what if my it. what if I, I, I tell my parents today we leave tomorrow? What if they're like, oh, well, we got we'll a day's a notice. Yeah, yeah, we'll book a flight, too.
0: Uh, they're not going to book a flight that fast, are they?
1: Well, that's a lot of money. You, you don't know my parents and their lack of respect for boundaries.
0: Well, then just go ahead ahead and do it. Go on your vacation. When you get back, say, oh, we went ahead and just went up there because she's got to go back to school, and we're going to get all prepared for that, and it's going to take a lot because of all this coronavirus and everything. You can come up with a good excuse. Blame the coronavirus. (laughs) Always, always. Everything is coronavirus these days.
1: (laughs) With Tad, Drex, and Kara on B98.5. Kara, it turns out that uh, Kanye West was dead serious when Mm -hmm. he tweeted on Sunday that he was going to run for president this year. O-M-G. Just this morning, (laughs) he's filled out the proper paperwork. Okay. He picked up a VP candidate, and he's even announced his platform. No way. Saying that his first order of business is going to be uh, attacking the toothpaste and deodorant companies and getting them to reduce the chemicals they use in those products.
2: Because there aren't bigger problems in the world that we need to tackle.
1: Listen, that's not the most <laughs> off-the-wall thing that Kanye has ever said. He's that's actually very n- well-known for making off-the-wall comments. Very true. But so have the other two candidates running for president this year. They're all three known for kind of making off-the-wall comments. So we're going to play a little game. It's called, who said it? Trump, Biden, or Kemp? Uh, Kemp. <laughs> uh-huh. Trump, Biden, or Kanye? June and Ackworth, you want to play with us? yes. All right, 5 clips. Let's do best 3 out of 5 and then we'll make the okay. winner, okay?
2: Okay. Like I'm a god, everybody says. Who does he think he is? I just told you who I thought I was. A
1: god. Kanye, Biden or Trump June? Trump. Like I am a god. Everybody says, who does he think he is? I just told
0: you who I thought I was. A god.
1: <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> All right, here we go. Trump, Kanye, or Biden, number two. Quote number two. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women are created by the, you know, you know the thing. Who said that? Ooh,
0: Kanye? We hold these truths to be self-evident. All oh, men and women created by go, you know the, you know the thing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, uh, June, zero out of two so far. Clip three. Ooh.
2: You said I had small hands. They're not small, are they? I've never heard that one before. Trump.
0: You said I had small hands. They're not small, are they?
1: i never heard that one before. There we go. <laughs> June's on the board. <laughs> All right, uh, clip number four. I got liposuction because I didn't want y'all to call me fat. Who said that? Trump, Kanye, or oh, Biden? Kanye. Liposuction because I didn't want y'all to call me fat. <laughs> you were so sure of that one. All right, last clip. Here we go.
2: Look at this mask. Wow, that's beautiful. Looks just like me. Nice head of hair, I'll say.
0: Ooh, uh, Biden?
1: Nice head of hair, I say. That was what uh, the last part of the clip was.
0: I'm going to say Biden? You sure? I don't know. It's either Trump or Biden. Pick one. <laughs> Biden. Look at this mask. Wow, oh. that's beautiful. Looks just like me. Nice
1: set of hair, I'll say. No, oh, June, we tried Damn. to give it to yeah. you.
0: <laughs> Thanks, guys.
1: This could be a game that we bring back
0: <laughs> for the foreseeable future. Right. Thanks for listening to the Tad and Drug Show podcast. Subscribe for automatic updates. And listen live weekdays from 5 to 9 a.m. on B98.5.